this is Charlotte Palmer, bringing you a mix of interviews and music from around your area, on behalf of HSPAR Radio. Who are the witches? When shall we see it again? In thunder, lightning, or in rain? When the very pearly's done, when the battle's lost and won. That with the air, the set of sun, where the space, upon the heath, there to meet with the witches. This is Charlotte Palmer on behalf of the H Smart Radio. I'm here with Christine Watts, who is a local hedge witch in Chingford Hatch. I have hello. the hello, Christine. I've got the absolute privilege of being here in Christine's incredible front room, which looks, if only this was a television, but it looks incredible. Got an amazing altar here. But um, yes, Christine's here to talk to us about about what it is to be a, a witch, and also what what all sort of more about Halloween, what Halloween's about, or so when as. You call it. So when. So when. So when. There you go. Summer's when. There you go. So Summer's when. That's really, it's the end of summer. And technically, uh, we be- believe that autumn now starts, or fall. Um, I know we get cross with the Americans saying fall. I know some do. But actually, we used to call it fall here, back in the 16th, 17th century. And I think it went over to America when the yep. Pilgrim Fathers went. Yep. So I quite like the idea of fall because the leaves fall and, and that's what it is at this time. So for the pagans, for us, it is now a new year. It is our beginning. Um, which is strange to think that as the earth is dying back, we start our new year. But it is really because the earth is dying back that we are now going to see sink deep within ourselves um, to to get clarity, to seek vision, to rethink what we're doing, um, so that when the spring comes again, and believe it or not, it's probably only about 12 weeks away, mm. when spring starts to burst again, um, at the 2nd of February to us, then we will be renewed. And that's really where we come from. We, we take this time with the crone, lady, the goddess uh, Keridwin. I have a pity that people can't see my statue of the crone here. <laughs> I'll take a picture and I'll, I'll post it up on Please. the Please. She always has a cauldron because uh, she keeps the cauldron and there's a long myth about her which I won't entirely bore you with because we haven't got a three hour long programme I suppose. <laughs> but suffice it to say in her myth she actually chases down a young man who is supped of her cauldron, the, the liquid that she had, and she transforms herself into various creatures. Mm. So this time of the year, we say it's transforming. So at Sawain, we are transforming ourselves. I have my cauldron where we place into it everything we no longer want, and we burn it, and then we dig it back into the garden, into the earth, and we ask the crone to take away all that we no longer need. So people begin to think that she cuts the threads of life, and that's why I have an athamea, which is knife, which cuts threads, but not the threads of life. It cuts what you no longer need. If you're going to die, you're going to die any time, not just now. So we ask the goddess to take away all that is of no need to us so we can start again through winter. We also... Um, look to this time as the say as the new time where we celebrate 
and this is what being a hedge witch is all about. Yes, I'm sorry if I'm dancing ask. around. Yeah, I it, it's all complicated it in my head. Because I'm sure the uh, lo- the, yes. you know, listeners would love to know. It's any root of paganism is based on nature. We are nature loving. That doesn't mean to say that we go skipping around the forest. Sky clad, as we, it's known, I'm <laughs> naked. If you've got a figure like mine, you don't do it. Um, I'm an old crone myself now. I have a goddess figure, and anyone that looks up a goddess figure will know what I mean. However, we do celebrate the passing seasons, and this one, because things are dying back, we are celebrating all that the goddess has given us through the summer. So, obviously, pumpkins play a large role. Um, I'm proud of these. We grew these ourselves. Oh. All from seeds that have been... Um, that was put in the compost heap and self-sowed in our garden. Wow. Uh, so we've got com- we've got pumpkins, obviously. Um, I've also got just to, because I'm a hedge witch. I have pine cones because they open up, spread their seed, and they stay within us. But at this time of the year, we find them. I haven't got any conkers around. I think my granddaughter has pinched them all. But we tend to have anything that is relevant to this time of year. And as you can see, I've got lots of dead leaves because. It's the fall. Absolutely. And you just kind of, to explain it to the listeners, what Christine has is a, here is a, is a round table uh, with a black velvet cloth. And it's like a shrine, is that right? It's a black velvet cloth yes. because the crown is black. Right. Uh, not black. She, yes. You know, she wears black. Yes. Um, I have got at the back a pentagram, which yep. is a symbol not of evil, as people make out. Mm. It, it, a, it is a secret, a symbol of protection. And years ago, it was considered the five points of Christ. Wow. Um, that's at the back of my altar. There's two magnificent antlers that I got yeah. from yeah. the view at um, North Chinkford. You know, by the yes, I do. Yeah. Uh, we got those. They're beautiful, beautiful. and they're they not. They're taken funny. off naturally. They're what, yes. what's dropped in the forest, and I took that. I've got a crone wing there, a, a crow's wing, yeah. that we use as um, to smudge. So we smudge incense over people to cleanse them and we use that or just smudge air over them yeah. uh the dead leaves actually are all that my friends that join me have brought or my granddaughter has brought in uh, has put on there i have four candles yes i know there's a joke we always giggle over our four candles every time <laughs> We're, they're in the cardinal points north east west and south and they represent earth air fire and water so the candle colors represent those um, at the moment, they're set for a goddess worship theme. I need to turn them round. But we also have got two larger candles in purple because, again, that is the goddess colour and I am honouring the goddess this time. The white candle in the centre represents pure spirit, pure light, the centre and in the centre of all the goddesses. That doesn't mean to say we don't recognise the Lord. And the Lord God is always recognised, as you can see in my statue, with horns. Now, he that's where people get the idea we never worship, I think. Yeah, of course. He has cloven feet. Um, he really is Pan, the god of the forest. He wears horns because in our country, well, since we can remember, the most important or the most uh, largest creature has been the stag. So the horns represent his authority as the stag. Um and oh, obviously, I've got another another statue of the goddess. I've also got for laugh a little statues of the crones because we all laugh at the crones and witches at this time. And of course, the blackbird is the crones' bird. Who 
are the witches? Where did they come from? Maybe your great-great-grandmother was one witches Or wild wise women, they say And there's a lot of witch in every woman today Oh, the witches knew all about flowers and weeds What to do with the plants, the roots and the seeds And when people grew weary of hard-working days The witches were there so many ways Oh, who are the witches? Where did they come from? Maybe your great-great-grandmother was one Witches or wild wise women, they say And there's a lot of witch in every woman today When women had babies, the witches were there To help them and heal them and give them care and the witches knew stories of how life began You think you can be one, maybe you can Oh, who are the witches? Where did they come from? Maybe your great-great-grandmother was one Witches or wild wise women, they say And there's a lot of witch in every woman today That the witches were bad It seems they were frightened of the power they had But power to help and to heal and to care Isn't power to fear, it's power to share Oh, who are the witches? Where do they come from? Maybe your great-great-grandmother was one Witches the wild wise women, they say There's a lot of witch in every woman today These were the sisters of the moon and the earth Learning the secrets of death and of birth These ladies knew how much to give and to take But they were called witches and were burned at the stake But the spirit goes on and on and on On and on and on You can't kill She is like a mountain Old and strong Going on and on and on You can't kill the spirit She is like a mountain Old and strong Going on and on and on You can't kill the spirit she is like a mountain Old and strong Going on and on and on You can't kill the spirit She is like a mountain Witches don't necessarily fly around on their broomstick A Halloween sure. So when you talk about crone, is the crone the witch and vice versa? No, She's it's just it's represented now, I think, in modern yeah. ideology yeah. as the crone. And yeah. remind me, and I'll come on to that yes, because okay. I've got a bit of a bee in my bonnet okay. about this. <laughs> but um, we don't necessarily, as I say, fly around on our broomsticks. Um, it was believed years ago that mm. probably they ingested magic mushrooms right. and everyone thought they could fly. Right. But I know that the witches, or the wise woman, would have gone around the... Um, 
the fields at the harvest, before harvest, or even at sowing time, leaping around the field. And the higher she jumped, or he jumped, hmm. meant the higher the crop would grow. I think that's where the idea of flying come from. Okay. But apart from the fact that they're probably all magic mushrooms. Um, <laughs> but witches um, are portrayed at this time of the year, which isn't a bad thing, because at Sawain we believe that the vow between the two worlds has grown thin. And this is where this has all come from. So the vow between um, the other world, which is the world of the dead, the underworld, and the world of the middle world, which is where we are, has drawn very thin. And within that, there, um, we are now able, as we often say, to glimpse the other world. So it's a long-held belief that at this time the spirits can walk the earth again. Which is um, on uh, Halloween... I'll keep using Halloween. I, it's hard because I always say Samhain, which is what it means to me. Yeah. But um, I'll say Halloween because it, it's confusing. But witches at Halloween will lay extra places at their table. It's a feast day. It's a greater Sabbath for the witches. And we lay extra places for those who have gone. And we call them going into the Summerlands because we believe that they will be reincarnated when it is their turn. Um, I ha like to hold the belief that I will meet all my loved ones when I get there, and then perhaps we'll all disperse. But we lay places, and also, and I haven't done it yet, there's a picture of my grandparents uh, over there that I would normally put on my altar, and my parents, which is honouring them at this time. So it's a, it, it's a combination. From now until February to spring, we are recognising the ancestors, because it's that deep time, uh, we are recognising the time of the dead. And I saw on st uh, people were complaining about Strictly, which I love. Mm, you know, I'm, an, or I'm an ordinary too. woman. Um, <laughs> I love Strictly and I, was, I love the Halloween special. And they complained that the dance they did was on the uh, Day of the Dead in Mexico. And they said it's nothing to do with someone. It is everything to do is. with it. I was going to say, there's a it, lot of echoes. There's a lot of, you know... Exactly, Charlotte. And if you look around the world at this time of the year, there is, um, there is lots of... of ceremonial things that would have been done in the past and in some countries and of course Mexico still portray it better mm. that because they now at this time of the year the vow between the worlds is thin so that and I think that I don't know if you've seen the film Coco it's, it's a delight it. It, it is, is the delight. most amazing film isn't it it is and that's yeah. when they show you that they can come back and visit and mm. if they can visit yeah. I, I don't I can't remember if it was definitely at Halloween but I know they can visit it, they have a day of the day don't they so I which is in, in equivalent of our Halloween so technically Samhain yes. Halloween is our day of the dead yes. as well it was also believed that because spirits were walking the earth at this time that they would be their clothes would be a bit raggedy so that's why people dressed up in raggedy weird clothes right uh, that i think came from ireland um not to do with michael jackson's thriller then absolutely nothing to do with it because <laughs> we don't believe in zombies vampires absolutely. or demons and there we certainly go. don't worship the devil well, that's I interesting because you know that that's what it's not and what it is, 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 is more to do with nature and paganism. Exactly, yeah. exactly. It's everything is, is, is the turning of the wheel of the year, and we're mm. up to that time where, as I say, we're going inwards now, which is strange to think that it's now our beginning. Um, we also, I've, I've read, because I do a lot of reading, you can see all the books yes, behind me. Yes, yeah, <laughs> I do teach, and I do lecture, and I do, I do workshops, yeah. <laughs> I do whatever anyone wants. Um, because people are interested to find out where these things came from. But it is believed also that it originated in Ireland at, so at Halloween that they would carve out turnips 
um, and put lanterns in so they could carry them around like Jack o' lantern mm. is coming round. Mm. Um, really hard to carve out a turnip or a sweet. I bet it is. Yeah, but, it is. and I think that's where this is come. Well, a lot of people think this is where it's come down to the pumpkin being done in America. They make a bigger thing now. There's pumpkins everywhere, and this is the idea of, of taking the, the lantern. So you took the lantern out because we didn't have street lights. So you carved that, but that was the idea of the jack of lantern, and uh, and that so. All of these things are an amalgamation of old beliefs that have been brought forward into our century now. Fascinating. And I think it's good. I think it's good for children to understand that in the middle of life there's death. So we've got to understand that cutting of the threads between life and death. And I think it's good um, also for us to remember those that are past and not just on the days that they've passed. But I think it's important that we recognise our ancestors as a pagan, I believe that the ancestors come to us and give us um, advice and help us um, in very many ways. Uh, and I think that it is important that we do remember our ancestral roots, that deep down, and to take those ancestral roots, not just into the England, but to realise that those roots go back to wherever those first peoples come from. And we're all the same. Mm. We're all the same. Where some easy money was 
We robbed a man and brother, did we fly? But the posse caught up with me and they dragged me back to Muscovy. And now it's two long years waiting around to die. Because there might be Asian people, Afro-Caribbean people, white nomadic sort of people, white people from Sweden or whatever, we've all come from the same source. And if you look around the world, as Neolithic man started to move, the ceremonies that they all held were very similar. So we've all got that source together, which I think is important for us to remember, because if we lived this life of understanding the cycles of nature and accepting each other for what we are, there'd be peace. I know it's a true. silly old statement. No, it's true. You're absolutely right. It would be peace. Really. And also, and I'm afraid to say it, gentlemen, but a matriarchal society mm. will always bring love. And, oh, um, but that doesn't mean to say, because I'm, you know, it's a thin line I tread. I am a feminist. Mm. Um, but there's a thin line I tread between that political feminism to the divine feminism. Mm. And I, I have met glorious men who have understood that divine feminine mm. within them, um, some that don't even know they've got it, mm. uh, but are gentle, loving, but warrior, we need warriors as well, I'm not saying to go and boot people around, but we need warriors to protect us, mm. and we need that warrior image as well, so it's, it's, all, it's an amalgam, I'm sorry if this is jumbled, it's just such a vast thing yes. to sort of condense into a nutshell over Sawain. Um, I did start a series of, of talks, um, which I'm hoping I could get started again. It was down at Pimp Hall, but I don't think people could get to us. And I'd like to do more. Yeah, no, I went because, to one of yours at Pimp Hall, and yes, I thought it was very good, I very think inspiring. people want to know things. Oh, yeah, definitely. And also, um, I'd like to do more for women as well, perhaps post-menopause or pre-menopause. Mm. I think there's a need for women to get together mm. um, for this as well. And men. Yeah. But it's it's sorry if I've gone on a bit, but it's very hard to sort of describe what we're doing. Perfect, that's absolutely perfect. So, what's it what's it what's it like to be a hedge witch? Well, in modern society, I mean, what does it mean? Well, we don't we we're not running around in our cloak. Yes, I do wear a cloak for ceremonial <laughs> because who doesn't like to dress up? And if I can wear the most glitterous cloak, and I go to the Goddess Conference in Glastonbury every year, and we turn up in as much glitter as you can have. <laughs> Uh, men as well. Um, the point is, I don't run around in my cloak. I'm, I'm not, I've got a broomstick outside, yes. but that is for being ironic. I've mm, stuck the broomstick yes. out there. Um, what can I say? I don't go around saying I'm a hedge witch. I, I have got a wand, but a wand is used for ceremony. It's a bit crooked, my wand. Um, thereby, it's a lot of tales behind that. The wand is for directioning. Directioning? Is that a word? Yes my thoughts and my energies if I use it I don't really use it in that way as a hedge witch I work within myself I work with the cycles of the moon to heal to heal the world not doing very well I'm afraid um to heal my friends 
Um, as you can see, I've got lots of herbs over there. We make pouches. Mm. Um, that is a true hedge witch. <laughs> it's a true hedge witch. Yeah, uh, we make pouches. I don't go running around and say, hi, I'm a witch, come to me. Sure. I don't do love potions. It's ridiculous. Yes. I. It's not Harry Potter. And it's not. I wish I could use my wand and zap people because, about, by golly, I'd use it. What about naughty children? Do you think you can you zap your wand at a few naughty children? No, because I don't believe it's a naughty child. <laughs> it's, a, it's a bad parent. That's what I always think. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, children do come. I mean, I, I have to be careful because I, I have got a, a grandchild and um, I know they've, they've covered paganism. And um, I said, no, I wasn't going to be involved because mm. children can be cruel. And yes. there's still a lot of distrust so what what i've um but yes but you know again if you start talking to children about where this has come from it's so interesting to them um but being a witch yeah what can i say um i do find that when i'm out children do tend to come up to me and and gawk a bit mm. and you know if i wink and talk to them they'll come and talk it's very difficult you've got to be careful what you can do with yes. children and i do find that if i'm in cafes around here that strangers will come and talk to me and not just the mad person that is you know I think this is going to sound very pompous I think we exude something I think because we're calm within ourselves mm. we are I'm I'm also trained as a priestess of Avalon and Andraste which is a three-year training program at Glastonbury and I now train people in Norfolk for the Norfolk Goddess Temple and people from around here are wow. interested. I'm thinking of seeing where we can go with it. This is a training programme you do for yourself to take out the divine feminine. But it also gives you such a different look on life. We work with the wheel of the year, nature. It heightens our awareness. My students start off by saying, what do you mean walk the land? Well, just go out in your garden. <gasps> there was a crow in the garden. As simple as that, mm. we start to to work with nature so I'm watching the seasons every morning I fly throw out my bedroom window and breathe in the air and even if it's raining and see what's happening I, I can't really explain what it is to be a hedge witch um <laughs> I've never wanted to be part of a coven I don't believe in that sort of organized religion in that mm. sense although I suspect as a priestess I am organizing I don't believe um it, it's not it's a it's a it's a silly expression really hedge witch I'd like to think I'm a wise woman, as would have been in the years ago, um, because, yes, I can give you pouches. I could give you medicinal herbs, but I don't practice like that because I think you ought to be very careful. Um, however, I can tell you what to do to keep your cat happy with catnip and stuff, which I've, I make pouches for all my cats and all my, all my friends' cats. Um, so it, it's a, a thing that I can't really explain. It's just knowing and working within nature and enjoying nature. And it doesn't necessarily mean to be out all the time because you can appreciate it. I've now got problems with arthritis. Both knees have been replaced. My back is now in a bad state. So I can't walk the land as much as I like to. But I just like to just get to Connor Waters and sit on the first seat that I can get to and just breathe in the air and the land and just to see nature as it moves. It's a very complex thing, it's, but it's a knowing inside of you that all of this has come from Mother Earth, which I'm going back to my matriarchal society. Yeah. Why did we say Mother Earth? Why did we say, why do we... She's nurturing, she's nurturing, she's feeding exactly. us and nurturing Exactly, but why us. do we use the expression mother? Because what mothers do, mothers feed and nurture, don't they? Because, because even the Archbishop of Canterbury's ancestors worshipped the goddess. Yes. How could anyone ever tell you 
that you're anything less than beautiful. How could anyone ever tell you that you're less than whole? How could anyone fail to notice that your loving is a miracle? How deeply you're connected to my soul. Could anyone ever tell you that you're anything less than beautiful? How could anyone ever tell you that you're less than whole? How could anyone fail to notice that your loving is a miracle? How deeply you're connected to my soul. Summer turns to autumn, the winter becomes spring. The laughter and the tears we cry become the song we sing Just like the rivers flow into the sea I'm a part of you, you're a part of me How could anyone ever tell you that you're anything less than beautiful? How could anyone ever tell you that you're less than hope How could anyone fail to notice That your loving is a miracle How deeply you're connected to my soul I know your heart's been broken I see sadness in your eyes I wish that I could take away that pain And lead you to a mountain So that you could touch the stars And you could hear the music in the rain How could anyone ever tell you That you're anything less than how could anyone ever tell you that you're less than whole? How could anyone fail to notice that your loving is a miracle? How deeply you're connected to my anyone ever tell you that you're anything less than beautiful? How could anyone ever tell you that you're less than whole? How could anyone fail to notice that your loving is a miracle? How deeply you're connected to my soul?
deeply you're connected to my soul. And the goddess, well, it yeah. did. Uh, Tacitus, writing about the Romans' invasion, can't always believe what he said, did say that we were more than any other of the European or the countries as they come through. I, I might have got it wrong, so don't yes. all yell at me. But he did say, uh, he did write, mm. that we were most uh, the most goddess-worshipping people. How interesting. It is interesting. You see, we've gone back to that. That's why we have to say our cars are female. I don't. My cars are always male. Boats are female. Boats are female. Uh, trains are female. Yeah. Um, so I think it's, that's in, it's in our psyche. We're, and this is what I think... I'm sorry, it's, 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 you can't yeah. just put your finger on sure. being a hedge no. witch. Or, it's it's uh, only collective consciousness. That's right. So and, is it's anonymous, do you think, paganism with, 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 with the goddess? Oh, most, and, and most, pagans, most pagans yeah. will take a matriarchal goddess. Okay. Heathens don't. Um, I'm not too certain what they do, to be fair. I don't think <laughs> they know what they do. There's, a, there's heathens, they're great fun, but I don't think they do. But I would say that a majority of pagans recognise the goddess in some form. If you were to go to a, a proper witch's coven, and I don't know this, but I'm told, I have a friend who has worked in a coven, um, the, there is always a high priestess, and the high priestess does everything, So, uh, and the goddess is worshipped first. Um, also, uh, it's... it's um, I'm trying to think how I can put it. Even, I think, most people that I know... I mean, a hedge witch is also called a solitary witch... But we will always, we pray to the goddess, you know. Um, and I like to think that the God that I'm praying to is probably the same God as others recognise gods. It's just I see him in a different form. Right. Yes, that makes sense. But I just see the God, uh, God of the wild world, the God of the hunt, the God that protects us as being a God that is protecting. Mm. He lives in the, he's in the forest, he protects the animals, he protects the creatures. He has to kill to live, he has to kill to help. Um... Whereas the goddess um, sort of reigns supreme a bit. And, you know, but what most men don't let their women get on and do things sometimes. <laughs> but frankly, that's what I think. Um, so, Christine, you do workshops at the equinoxes. Am I right with that? Or at the turn of the... I haven't for a while. But, yes, we would do. We have moots here at yes. my house. Which, I've been um, to one of your moots. You've Amazing. been. Very and we inspiring. have one this Friday, hopefully. We haven't had one for a while because uh, I've not been... Not been terribly well, and I've been busy in Norfolk and Glastonbury. Yes, we we try to have regular moots, but we always have Sabbath moots. There's eight Sabbaths of the year, mm. uh, which is Sabbaths. The eight turn of the wheel, um, which uh, we all recognise, goddess worship, and they are very close, goddess and witchcraft. The only thing is that the where you recognise air in witchcraft as being in the east. Goddess recognises it as being in the south, in the north, sorry. Yes. So if, when you're doing it, I have to do, switch from one to the other. It gets terribly confusing. Yes. But you know what? You're calling them all in, so it doesn't really matter. Um, but, yes, it's... Um, I've forgotten the question. <laughs> <laughs> About you doing the, the... You acknowledge every... Um, yeah, we... Oh, sorry, yes, there's eight, eight Sabbaths. So we yes. start with this one, Soane. Yes. Um, 31st of October, which is... a. Uh, there's four major sabbats and there's four minor. This is a major sabbat, and they cross the year. Um, uh, the 21st, 22nd of, of December is Yule, uh, which is a minor sabbat, but it's Where a feast day. Yule yog, 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 yes. Yeah, Yule um, yog, yeah. <laughs> and of course, you know, what was Father Christmas? 
he I don't say Santa Claus because that's Saint Nicholas and yes. that is Americanism and it's not yes. it's not Father Christmas is the old elf in green. Right. But, you know, probably... Yeah, they changed the colour for Pepsi mis- Cola, apparently. No, it wasn't cola no? at all. No, they, the, they the, believe the, it comes from um, Frau Holder, uh, the, the goddess in Germany always wore red. Oh, really? Um, and also St Nicholas probably often wore red. Yes. No, it's nothing to do with that. No. There's some other meaning behind it as well. Um, but at Yule, we... I don't know how long you've got. At Yule, <laughs> we bring in ivy... Mistletoe, Christmas tree now. Yes. Pagans brought all the green into the house because they wanted the green to remain every, all through the year. We bring lights, candles in with twinkling lights, which I love anyway. I got them up all over the year, whenever. Um, I haven't put them all on today, but there's lights. Which is bringing the light back in, but you get Diwali at this time of year between now and your You get Hanukkah, which is festivals of light. So really, Yule is a festival of light mm, as well. How interesting. So that's come from that. The pagans worship the birth of the, the sun, S-U-N, because at the equinox, um, sorry, that is the solstice, <laughs> get it right. The winter solstice is the shortest day. So that means the, the sun is returning. So pagans recognise the birth of the sun god, S-U-N. Christians recognise the god of the sun, S-O-N. Mm. Most pagans would tell you that that was just amalgamated deliberately to... And it was, in fairness, you know. Mm. I'm, not, I'm not anti-Christian. I believe Christ existed, but I believe he existed as a very wise man and a very charismatic man, mm. um, uh, and I and what the Christians did when they brought Christianity across Europe, they did make it fit into the pagan beliefs. That's right. So That's well the, known, isn't it? It is. Yes. So um, at Yule, the goddess gives birth to the sun, S-U-N. Um, she, he then becomes the god, and she mates with him in May. Now, I know that sounds incestuous, but it is the symbolic... Mm. Tri- no different to the to the... The Christian, yes, you know, we just didn't have a ghost, did it? We had a, a god do it. <laughs> that was always to it, to embed, in, if you like, um, to impregnate the goddess. We also see, as saying that, I also worship. When I go into a church, I always worship Mary as the goddess creature of figure straight away. And interestingly, Mary didn't figure very much in the stories early on in Christianity, but people were missing their goddess, so they encapsulated mm. Mary into the story. So, yeah, so we give birth to the Sun King at Yule. Then we go round to Imbolc, the 2nd of February. Imbolc is in, um, it, it's often it's Imbolc in the belly of the lambs when the lambs are being born. Usually you've got new, new life growing, snowdrops, what have you. That is also known as Candlemas in the church. So you see how they've come to each other at the same time. Um, and I can probably come back to you uh, around that time and do a, a show on that. I, whenever you want, I can that do. Really I could do, do all the seasons. Yes, I'd love to do that. And after Invoke, we move on. Yeah, we, yeah. we, which is the equinox. Yes. Uh, no, it, no, it's not. You, you see, you're getting me confused now. No, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not pretty. I'm not good. It's not. It is a major Sabbath, yes. the Invoke, because it's right. new life is starting again. Okay. So between Sawan and Invoke, as I say, we're in that dark period. Yes. This is where we also talk about dark mothers I'm sorry I'm gabbling on there's so much in no, it no I know there is it there's is so much
To the equinox, um, Easter, Oestra, Ostara is known by us. Um, it's the goddess Oestra who changed um, a rabbit into a hen and it started, no, a hen into a rabbit and it started to lay eggs. That is a myth I've, I've, I've heard. A I, rabbit that lays eggs. Yeah, and yeah. that's how we get the idea of rabbits and eggs at <laughs> oh, Easter, okay. but yeah. I don't think so. I think really what it is is because you do tend to see baby chicks, bunnies at this time you of do. year. That's right. And absolutely. it is very good at that time. And then we move round to Beltane, which is the 1st of May, which mm. is bringing in the Hawthorne. That you can do hours on. Um, it's an amazing thing. That is when the goddess and God join together in sacred union. Um, it's a time of sexuality, sensuality. It's a sign of everything is getting ripe and mm. burgeoning, you know, and the Hawthorns, and it's just beautiful. Then we, That is a major Sabbath. It's a big one. And then we move on to... Aletha, which is the uh, summer solstice, 21st of July. And, um, sorry, June. No, when is it June? I don't know. I'm getting confused. I'm well, anyone. We move on to Letha um, in the midsummer. And then we have um, everything is just perfect. It's, life is good. Everything's growing. It's a good time of the year. We then move on to Lammas, which is the first harvest. And there we often see the goddess in a pregnant form because she is bringing you, you know, she is, she's given us all this. So we, we see uh, and we celebrate as a, another major Sabbath at that time 
where we have the... She's holding the cornucopia of goodness that mm. she's provided on the mm. land. Everything's provided for us. Then we move round to the autumn equinox, Mabon, it's also known as, where it's the sec- usually it's the second and last harvest in the fields. And it's the time of, we always call the lady preserver, where we're pulling off from the hedgerows, the blackberries and the apples, and we've got that time. So it's the last harvesting of the good things. And again, it's... Um, it's a time to give thanks. They, particularly at Lammas, we, we give lots of thanks. That's why you get harvest festivals. We give thanks. We're more generous. we more charitable. And then we move back to Sowen. Let's come back to here, which, um, you know, it's quickly turned out. And it, it's just the eight turns of the wheel of the year. And to me, it encapsulates that joy that you know that everything continues, that everything continues and it, it's, um, it is spiritually uplifting. I wouldn't say it's a religion. I wouldn't actually say it's a way of life. I think it's just a thought form or a... Okay. Ideology? A, ideology, yeah. perhaps. Yeah. Um, but the, the part, and I suspect you've realised this, no one in paganism tries to come and say, you must join us and become sure. a pagan with us, right. or you must join. But you'd be amazed the amount of people that come forward to want to learn, as I've found, that wanted to learn about the goddess... Um, about paganism Um, and people always want to do it this time of year because they've got this idea of seeing the people out there and as I said to you if I see another hulk come up my path I won't scream because they're a sweet little boy Um, but it doesn't really represent Halloween does it no Frankenstein has got nothing to do with it 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 is the day of the dead in many respects or the vow between the the worlds are my um, I trained at Glastonbury with my friend and we call each other Spiral Sisters, Chantelle. She's Belgium and she lives in Spain. So we're all very confused at times. And she, um, she and I train, we've become the closest of friends. And she comes and stays with me quite a lot. And she came here for Halloween because she's never, they, they don't do trick-or-treating where she, she is. She's in flats and it's hard. And they don't do it so much in her village. She's in um, Catalan. So... She wanted to be here for trick-or-treat, so we had our basket, which I've got them ready to go out. And let me do this, let me do this. And she ran to the door, and I was oh, it's my two little girls. These two little girls have come every year. Little witches in pink and purple. And um, the dad always stands down the end of the path. And uh, she opened the door, and they, oh, and they took the sweets. And the dad come up, and he said, thank you. And the little girls looked up, and she said to Chantelle, we like coming here because we get better sweeties here. <laughs> and then the father said, oh, ladies, how lovely of you to dress up <laughs> for, so- for Halloween. Yeah. I mean, uh, oh, yes, because we just shut the door, and we couldn't stop laughing. We do wear floaty clothes. Yes. It's, <laughs> and we normal. were dressed for Halloween, yeah. but we were always dressed like yeah. this. And that's another thing I'd like to point out to anyone who is vaguely interested or wonder why we do. I think it's a recalled memory of wearing floaty clothes. Yeah. Um, it's a recalled memory of wearing bare feet on the ground. You know, um, I've got tights on today, it's cold, but yeah. normally I go bare feet as much as possible. And I think a lot of this is we are drawn to blacks and purples. We can't help it. It's like something inside of us must wear something floaty or glittery yeah. and it's got to be black or purple. And it, <laughs> if you see me in pink or light blues, it's, wow, what's going on with her? It's usually... Mm. Um, or having said that, we will wear probably vibrant colours. And I, But I think, uh, I, I said to my stepdaughter, we were walking up to the tour 
And she wears long skirts because I encouraged her to be a goth and to, to be a... I'm an old hippie to, yes. to join me. And as we were walking up the tour, both of us barefooted, um, we could feel the ground swishing around our skirts and the, and the grass between our toes. And I said to her, this is a memory. This is a reclaimed memory of doing this. And she said... She sort of looked at me and said, I think I know what you mean. It was right. And I think that's why a lot of... Um, we do get stereotyped as pagans wearing these weird clothes. Um, we just can't help it. <laughs> just got to do it. Because it, we just feel comfortable in it. Um, and if any of you ever get to Glastonbury, just be prepared for a treat. Because last weekend, apparently, there was fairies, Vikings and zombies. They have a zombie walk. Although, you know, but apparently this weekend it will be mad again as well because it's Halloween. But... Most people on an alternative path can't help but dress differently. I don't know if it is something that we're screaming out psychologically that we are different. I don't know. I don't feel very much different today. I'm in black because I tend to wear black at this time of year more because it's the chrome. Um, so, you know, I know we do look a bit weird sometimes with our floaty scarves and stuff, but it, it can't be helped. It's something that we are completely drawn to. One of my fellow priestesses wrote the song... Um, Amy Winehouse to go to rehab and she wanted to go to rehab because she can't stop wearing purple. So, <laughs> and I think that's part of it. I'm sorry it's very garbled, but it is not something... I mean, if we did a programme, we didn't didn't sort of concentrate entirely on Sawain um, no, because it's a lot deeper than that. Yes. But um, it is just interesting to know where we come from you can't just sort of dip into somewhere without knowing where the totally, where it's yeah. led you to I, I, i'm looking forward actually to come coming back as many as you like talking to you about the yule mm. but you know i don't stop talking so don't no, worry it's about perfect. that but uh, I, I you know i really do appreciate the time that you've given christine i mean you're such a wealth of knowledge such an oracle of knowledge so I you're don't think you, so. are you still giving um, workshops down at Pimple? well no because but you, um, you might it, start them up i'm trying to start up. i'm looking for a, a venue oh, okay that is cheap and cheerful because you know people haven't got a lot of money to spend and i can't afford to lay out for a venue and people won't really want to come to my home because i think people are a little bit chary of walking into someone's house but I'm looking for a hall, if, if anyone can find me one, where I can... Oh, OK. <laughs> uh, if I can find... Because I'm looking for somewhere to do... Um, but it's got to be accessible, I'm afraid, um, for traffic. Because we found that when I did my talks, everyone that turned up loved them, and we had a little mm -hmm. nucleus of people that come regularly. But we all felt... not me included, I'm being very egotistic, that we could have reached a bigger audience, but it's just it was such a hard place to find. And they were often shutting the gates at the top, so people mm. thought we wasn't there. Mm. When I did this time last year, um, for Halloween, we did pumpkin carving um, uh, as well, because, you know, people got to realise it's all part of the fun. I mean, I, I do love all this. For, as you can see, I love... I've even got... we well, not in here. I've got skulls and bats and things. Absolutely. I quite love all that. Amazing. I, it's my granddaughter as well, but I do love that joke of it, that time yeah, of year. Yeah, no, your house looks amazing. But we can't, we can't take it seriously. You see, this is the point. As a pagan, I'm, I'm not a purist. I know why I believe in Sawain. I know that I believe in the goddess and her, her cauldron, and I know I believe in, in what she's doing at this time of the year. We can't take it seriously. We've got to enjoy life as well. So I love to have that joyful part of it as well. Um, but as I say, people that come to us, and what I'd like to do with workshops, we do little 
crafting things, which sounds a bit silly. I mean, a se- what she seventy-year-old lady said to me at Easter mm-hmm. or Esther last uh, last year: if you had told me that I would be sitting painting an Easter egg at my age, yeah. but isn't this wonderful? Yeah. It's just because people like to work together and do yeah, things together. Absolutely. We called it the changing year, the the, um, the the path, the ancient ways, because all of us subconsciously have got that deep roots in our genes that must go back to that. And I think that just some of us, hopefully, we're true, <laughs> I might be misguided, I think some of us are pulling it out more than others. That doesn't mean I'm better than anyone else. It's just that I'm more in tune with it, and I think that some of the work I do as a priestess is um, 
I believe to be reclaimed memories of a past life. And again, that sounds weird, but I can't help it. It's true. I, to me, it's true. Now, it, it may not be true. I might pop my cross and find what it wasn't. But uh, um, I work with Cathy Jones, who started the Glastonbury Goddess Temple, and she's written a wonderful book about how some of the things she's done have been a reclaimed... She now thinks they're reclaimed memories. Mm. And I've found that, and I've always been drawn to East Anglia, to Norfolk... And when I'm in Norfolk, I I literally got flashbacks of where mm. I'd been before. And I have had a memory, a dream that keeps coming up of a temple uh, in Sheringham of priestesses that were actually killed. And I I can see that and I have to stop thinking about it. Mm. And, um, well, I don't because I need to honour it. But I think that some of us that take this further are reclaiming our genes and memories. Now, that will sound weird, but this is Samhain, Halloween. Weird things happen. Absolutely. Um, and I don't know how... I might be misguided, but do you know what? As long as I'm happy, does it really matter? Absolutely. And I'm not hurting anyone. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> Christine, thank you so much for the, for the perfect... Thank you so much for the, the time and all your knowledge long. and wisdom. It's long enough. Um, where can people find you on Facebook? Is that right? I have got... Well, I'm Christine Watts on Facebook, but I also got the Avalonia Centre. OK. Um, I've stopped the website because it's a bit pricey, but on Facebook, it's Avalonia Centre. Avalonia Centre um, on Facebook, OK. Or, and Christine Watts. And Christine Watts. OK. Um, you should find Beautiful. me, but it's, um, it's either a picture of a cat or it's probably a picture of me. OK. All right. Looking quite imperious Lovely. at the moment. <laughs> so, people, anyone, so um, listeners, you can go to Facebook and find Christine Watts or the yes. Avalonia Centre. Yes. Thank you very much for listening to this special Halloween. Halloween. So Wayne. Program. Sorry, so Wayne Program. Yes. <laughs> I got that wrong. So Wayne Program on H Park Radio. This is Charlotte and look out for future shows. Thank you very much for listening. I'd also like to say a very special thank you to Shaz, my producer. Bye for now.